We are now live. Okay, guys, before Charlie comes in, just remember, he thinks he is still a full-time host of the show and that this is episode seven or so, all right? We've just been on a very, very long break, and Hussein is still a guest, okay? Love to guest. Okay, all right. All right, I think, all right, here he comes now. Hey, how are you guys doing? It's been a while. Hey, Charlie. <laughs> yeah, that was a long, that was a long poop. Hussein, <laughs> oh. <laughs> how's it going, man? It's good. I've been waiting for you. Yeah. Had a joke. Really? Got it. It feels yeah. like a lot of time has passed. Yeah, it well, has. Yeah. No, yeah. it's good that you're like, that but, you're back. You know, we're still back. We're still on the rooftop. Yeah. Still having exact this exact one non-alcoholic beer yeah absolutely yes i was gonna say you've you've gone up market you've moved on to the bex blue have you the, made that the patreon che- work the, the cheese board's kind of blue now but you know it's still good no, i mean charlie as as you know we've actually none of us have seen each other since you were last on the show so you no know, it's actually like uh, you guys look a lot older i have not showered <laughs> since Which is surprising i didn't like to say her same but i've like, not showered you know, since you no. left me I've me smoking my, pure huel me my every day me milo and hussein all have like insanely long beards and just like really long gray hair long fingernails yeah all just like old prospectors just like wearing overalls with the butt flap down riley can actually now type from six feet away because of his fingernails <laughs> it's extraordinary it's, it's really efficient. something to watch it's, yeah it's efficient it makes him better at his job he can really slouch i'm i'm actually like i'm actually like in the middle of dying and crumbling to dust like in the indiana jones Yes, it did look a bit like that. Yeah, you opened the holy grail of podcasting, and you you drank all the sarcophagus. You drank all the sarcophagus juice. (laughs) You've absolutely butchered the topical reference there. It was wonderful. Uh, Come on, don't don't be mean to our guest, Hussein. (laughs) I'm here. I'm here to talk about smart stuff. Yeah, we're just happy to have you back. Yeah, I got the invitation, and I was like. I wasn't going to do the show, but I saw on iTunes that people who listen to Trash Future also listen to Pod Save America. And I was like, God damn it, I need to be in this orbit. I just I'd wish, that. I, I hope one day we can, like now that we're doing episode seven, that we can get noticed by the Romaniacs. This yeah. Is, this is actually, you've hit upon probably quite a quite a, a big problem with algorithms here, because if you went on uh, sort of things they have in common, people would probably work out that people who listen to Trash Future are also very likely to follow Elon Musk on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly just for the own. Statistically, that's largely true. All right, shall we get into episode seven of the yeah, business podcast? Can Trash I say, Future. shall we cast? <laughs> you may say that. Shall we cast? We shall. <laughs> Hello and welcome back once again to the Trash Future, the podcast about how the lineup is classic. Yeah, that's the original right. one for the real heads. This is this is for the real heads, the such heads. The, the actual I'm day one. A, I'm not even a day one. I'm yeah. not. I'm not even a day one. This is we have we have Charlie Charlie Palmer, the original dripping custard vape juice guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's still on my LinkedIn. Yeah. <laughs> that's the, your uh, rap name. It is. Yeah, <laughs> original dripping Little custard vape. Dripping custard vape I'm, I'm juice. Do, I'm doing this story next week for, about LinkedIn rappers. Hang on, Sorry? I'm gonna hold on. I'm just gonna delete the contents of the Google Doc that is the show's uh, structure for today because just talk about the LinkedIn, LinkedIn rappers. rappers. Only brought this up now. Okay, okay. Mm. So it's gonna come out at some point next week, and I'm super excited about it. But for the past like two and a half weeks, I've been speaking to rappers who market themselves on LinkedIn, and it's the funniest thing, right? Because <laughs> they Yo, take... all those hoes endorse my dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there's like this one guy. I think his name's like Little Shoddy, <laughs> right? Um, 
who little synergy. So he, he's he's a white rapper from Portland. No, and if you look at his endorsements, <laughs> his endorsements are like music production, um, grime. He's <laughs> um, just filthy. Uh, but yeah, there's like a bunch of just weird stuff, and like he's basically he, but you know, it looks like a business profile. And I've been talking to these guys and just trying to find out well, what the hell does LinkedIn kind of offer you that like SoundCloud doesn't. But actually, it's really genius because they think they realize that like number one, LinkedIn is where all the business people with money are, right? Yeah. Mm. And as everyone knows, business people with money love to get rappers for their kids' sweet sixteen parties. So there you go. Um, you know. It's just like, it's kind of this empty social media space where they can share everything and there's no competition because everyone's on SoundCloud and YouTube and stuff. So actually it's kind of genius. Also the algorithm's still really shit, right? So you can kind of actually hack it in a way that you can't with the places that are more sophisticated. LinkedIn is a really weird social network in the sense that while everyone else is, everyone else, every every other social media platform is sort of like developed since 2008. Yeah. LinkedIn hasn't. Like Like, LinkedIn is just about to discover like, like like Newgrounds flash games and rage comics. It's and just stuff. <laughs> it's, it's literally like just introduced the whole like circle profile picture oh, that everyone else yeah. has. But that's like a new introduction for them. So you and just have to attack the algorithm, you just have to cleverly name your rap song like fifteen ways to enjoy this rap banger going into Q four. <laughs> <laughs> First um, of all, I'm excited for when LinkedIn discovers like line break jokes or whatever. Or when like Jomni Sun gets a, a, a YouTube LinkedIn. A Jomni Sun gets a LinkedIn profile. I'm excited, just excited for LinkedIn to actually become, maybe that's the pinnacle. Maybe at the moment, everyone's like, I'm bored of all of these other platforms. And everyone, the worst of Twitter, the worst of YouTube, the worst of Snapchat, the worst of SoundCloud is all now going to converge on LinkedIn. And Oleg, former CTO of the Daily Mail Online, is not going to know what's hit him. (laughs) What's an example of some of the lyrics that LinkedIn rappers are are spitting? Uh, Give me some of their bars. I don't know. I haven't haven't actually looked at any of their songs yet because I've just started this, but but I don't know when this episode's coming out, but it might be out. It might be out when the episode's out. So yeah, I, I, we'll put, we can put this out as like, fuck, we need a full app on this. Yeah. I personally, personally, okay, we're going to do more on this, but personally, I can't wait to, to hear the musical styles of instead of machine gun, Kelly, high frequency algorithm trading, uh, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds excellent. Yo guy, I have, I have so much. We have to just charge right into it. Okay. In the most I really surprising- want to write a LinkedIn the, rap song now. Can we all try and become LinkedIn rappers and see who does the best in the next all month? Of, all of our Brown fans. Pe- the Brown Peterson EP is dropping exclusively well, on LinkedIn. I synergize. <laughs> I sympathize. Here are 15 benefits. If before 5.30 a.m. you rise. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just think little custard dripping vape juice guy is going to own you all. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> custard dripping vape. Yeah. You got, dripping vape in brackets. You got your little custard dripping vape mix. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, listen to the first episode if you want to know what that means. Yeah, is, if, you, if for any other reason, do not listen to the first yeah, episode. Yeah, no, we are, we are not as good at it. It's no. not that bad. No, it's, it's not that bad. I'm but... actually about the same at it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, basically, uh, in today's been a lot of news today. Uh, Theresa mm. May has uh, basically decided to do the, what I could only call Goodfellas diplomacy. Uh, and, oh. and then gone into the, <laughs> gone into the EU uh, gotten made fun of on Donald Tusk's Instagram. Oh God, yeah, and oh, then yeah. and then left, and then made a big speech about how like you guys are all pussies, and uh, <laughs> and like you know you're fucking lucky I didn't make a speech demanding your respect while I was there because you'd have been so shook. But I'm not in Salzburg anymore. But damn, if I was there and I wasn't scared, then I would fucking own you. And then so so tomorrow's story is going to be that Theresa May has gone on like sweat on 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 Sway's show. 
uh, <laughs> to to like to just dunk on the haters. Ninety-seven point five FM. Theresa May social <laughs> experiment going to the EU Salzburg, then actually standing up. She's gonna herself. she's gonna like fire shots at like Post Malone. Yeah, absolutely. Theresa May's hour and a half long interview with Charlemagne the God. <laughs> <laughs> In Kanye's house. With little custard dripping vape. Exactly. Teresa, I will be that. Teresa, Teresa May feet little custard. Teresa May goes on Teresa May goes on no jumper, just being like, Yeah, honestly, like Salzburg was the fucking like streets. And like the thing is, I like wasn't feeling the beef at the time. But then when I got back to London, I got pissed. <laughs> it's like she's just she is just the Johnny Sack of British politics. She's incredibly mad about that no good Donald Tusk running over there in Jersey, Brussels, saying very uncomplimentary things about the size of my economy's ass. It's a matter of respect. <laughs> no, it's like it's like Brexit is they just it just wants to be like it's just it wants it's it's about like you know what it is? It's like you know the really fat like when Bobby Bacala tries yeah. to go and like beat up some like drug dealer that owes him money or whatever for selling on his corner. And the drug dealer mm. just kicks the shit out of him because Bobby Bacala is a fat piece of shit who, who just likes trains. Yeah, who <laughs> likes who loves trains and just has He's the only <laughs> autistic Sopranos character. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's just it's just that's that's what watching this is like. And Downing Street was like big announcement at one forty five. Yeah, what well, the fuck was with that? I yeah, thought everyone was, was like election, election. Yeah. And then but, but then Theresa May was just like. Yeah, fuck those people in the EU. You're lucky I got scared. Oh, fuck. No, it's not The Sopranos. It's the fucking thick of it. You know, like episode one of The Thick of It, where he's going to announce his, like, snooper force thing at the primary school, and he calls this massive press conference, and then they're like, you can't announce that policy. It's shit. So he just has to think of something to say. I think that's what Theresa May has Maybe done. Maybe that happened today. She what was, do you yeah. think she was going she to was announce? She was going to call an election and she bottled it. And then she was like, mm, Donald Tusk is a gay boy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Theresa, what was that? Nothing. Goodbye. Because <laughs> the Donald- announcement was delayed, wasn't it? The announcement, like there was an yeah. announcement at like 1.45 when it was supposed to happen going like, oh, by the way, the announcement might be delayed. Maybe mm. that is exactly what happened there. Anyway, oh. point is, is that, is that um, our awesome government is just continuing to be awesome and definitely <laughs> not like a sort of parodic Three Stooges m- a, a misadventure. Mm. Um, but I wanted to get on because that was a surprise. I have other, other stuff. Okay. Um, in extremely surprising news, did you know that a free speech fundamentalist libertarian has been accused of child abuse, uh, specifically for violating shock, age of consent? Horror. That seems unlikely. Uh, that never happens. No, I think two in 48 hours, a, a cryptocurrency aficionado writes, writes a short story about having sex with a miner that was, quote, designed to provoke debate. Was wow. it a Bitcoin miner? <laughs> oh, fuck you, Milo. Whomst, whomst among us. Uh, whomst <laughs> of. God, that's some 2014 shit. Hey, Wait, don't say that. I thought that was the latest joke. <laughs> it is 2014 because... He's just come out of the toilet. Oh, of course. We're pretending, it was, we're pretending it's 2014. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that wasn't 2014. That was significantly before this podcast began. Uh, so, I mean, to be fair to the libertarians, right? It's not that they want to fuck kids. It's that, you know, they, they want just want to encourage fair free market competition between sexy ass kids and sexy <laughs> ass adults. And if yeah. that means fucking a few kids to ensure, you know, market equilibrium, then so be it. They don't want to have kids. They just want everyone to have the right to fuck kids. This one I have now, uh, Cody Wilson, a 3D printed gun advocate. 
Uh, and the founder of Hatred. How can you advocate 3D printed guns? Well, they say, like, 3D printed guns have been oppressed for too long. Yeah. <laughs> Identity politics for 3D printed guns. Yeah. <laughs> that is the third gender. Um, no, 3D, the 3D printed gun guy, uh, Cody Wilson, also the founder of Hatreon.com. Hell oh, yes. Uh, was a, was <laughs> a hashtag a, sign up to the Trash Future feed. <laughs> was um, was a, a, basically a, a arrest, I think we've arrested or accused of having sex with an underage girl. Um, he became a favorite in fringe circles. I'm reading um, from an article from friend of the show, Kelly Wheel. Uh, Cody Wilson became a favorite in fringe circles after he started selling blueprints for 3D printed guns and launched Hatreon, the now defunct platform he billed as the number one funding platform for the alt-right. As a self-identified anarcho-capitalist, Wilson has increasingly aligned politically with the far right, surprisingly. I assume he gets offended if you call him far right, though. Frankie he- Mune is in. Agent Cody Wilson, too. This time we're fucking kids. <laughs> Is he a favorite they- among fringe circles? Because they've all got bowl cuts. <laughs> well, I remember, do you remember um, there was like, so our, our good friend, Paul Joseph Watson, mm-hmm. then kind of came to our friend, the, the, the uh, uh, what's his name again? Uh, Cody Wilson. Yeah, he came to his defense because um, he was, because what did he say? He, he basically insinuated that like, this was a conspiracy theory mm. um, because he was a, well, because obviously because he was advocating for guns, right? But then like another fucking libertarian got like called up on for like wanting to fuck kids too, right? Yeah, the cryptocurrency guy. No, there were two guys. Oh, there there, were, oh there yes, was, yeah. So the, yeah, there were the, two yeah, guys. Okay. There were many guys. Were, look, <laughs> yeah. Isn't it weird how there's this conspiracy theory to make all of these people who are like reactionary shitheads also yeah. attracted to kids? Like, do they, do they give them a and then, shot? And I think like there was some news that came out Earlier this week, someone had like seen a stream with with Sargon of a CAD where he go where he basically says that like he would take the age of consent on a case by case basis in this kind of mythical libertarian. What? You'd state. like apply to the government to fuck a particular child and they would decide <laughs> if they were game for it or so not. He, so he was on like one of these like fucking like libertarian live streams that they all like, you know, that they all go on like because they don't have jobs. I'm live streaming, wow. not paying my taxes. So it was like it was like some it was like some stream from like 2016, 17, where he basically says that like he would he would apply states' rights so that they could decide what what the age of consent was. Oh my god! So basically, he, he wants to create regulatory competition for the age of consent, which yes. is so rational. The yeah. Civil War wasn't about slavery; it was about states' rights, specifically as they pertain to which kids we can fuck. <laughs> So Wilson, Something about race to the bottom. Wilson also describes social media companies' anti-hate speech rules as, quote, a form of violence more powerful than anything seen in Charlottesville. Being dunked on is violence. Being dunked on is worse than getting killed by some weirdo incel with your car. I was going to yeah, say that, yeah, wait, wasn't in Charlottesville, wasn't there just actual violence? It's yeah, weird but, to describe things which aren't actual violence when you, as yeah, more violent. Milo, it was kind of fine. Yeah, uh, when, yeah. You, when you call UKIP alt-right, that's like hitting them with a car in their feelings. Does that mean? Does that mean I can promise not to call UKIP that anymore? But I can run them over with a car. (laughs) Would they agree to that deal? Because if so, I mean, by their logic. So this, so this makes sense. Like this is this is what the whole like Drake in my feelings song was about, right? It was about being dunked on online and how unfair it was. Taking your feelings Prius to the ribs. Drake, also someone. (laughs) While Drake is actually dancing alongside the car, which has its door open as it's mowing down. To add to to the conspiracy theory, Drake is also under a bit of fire because um, he is apparently dating a 17-year-old and- No, I think she's 18 now, but they met when she was 17. Mm. And he sends flirty texts to Millie Bobby Brown, the little kid. The, the, like the teenage, the, oh, the small from, teenage girl from Stranger Things. That's that's so cool. Um, Who's like, <laughs> but she's like fourteen or yeah. something. 
Oh man. So, that's oh. Con- so, so there we go. That's our conspiracy theory, so right? Drake there. in Agent Cody Wanks too. Those sex aren't from an adult. <laughs> so um <laughs> So I wonder so, like, you spent a lot of that conversation perfecting that. <laughs> Milo yeah. here with the with the amazing Frankie Muniz film Isn't it funny titles? how like all of oh. Milo's hits are all about like child like child sex jokes? Oh, also, I have another one for the 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 uh, the guns guy, which was like when I want, when I said you should give guns to kids, what I meant is I wanted ten-year-old boys to have incredibly jacked arms because <laughs> it's hot. <laughs> so here's the most incredible thing about the about this gun idiot. Um, he spent years embroiled in mounting feuds with the law over the legality of his 3D printed guns, beginning in 2013 when he uploaded blueprints for a notoriously inaccurate printable plastic gun. <laughs> Basically, all of these guys, in some ways, are like like a self-limiting virus because they're in addition to being like reactionary fascists, they're also really fucking stupid. Oh, they're all like Wile E. Coyote. Like they've built like a massive (laughs) construction to shoot at the libs and it just blows up in their face. And they have to like rotate their nose back around from the back of their head to the front. And they're like, (laughs) (laughs) like that's the thing is like every single, every single 3D printed gun advocate at any given time has piano key teeth. From me having a piano ball on them, like just like gun shell teeth. <laughs> like every every single like that's the amazing thing, right? I, I want to live in a libertarian utopia where I blow both my hands off because I'm like you know too I'm too angry at the government to go and buy a gun normally, so I had to like build one out of like paper and gum, <laughs> and now I've got no fingers, and that's freedom. Exactly. Yeah, yeah that's how it works. Anyway, that's so that's uh, freedom to build 3D printed guns out of kids. <laughs> <laughs> Button. Um, so I want to move on to uh, another 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 little little news hit. Another fucking mm. pure hit of the fucking news. Straight mm. into your veins. Um, news. That's so, pure. Mm. Uh, John Hancock, the uh, you, the North America's oldest insurer, uh, has basically not decided, the guy who signed the Declaration of Independence. Well, it's named after him. Oh, is it? Okay. Um, as not dis- to be confused with Matt Hancock. No, not to no. be confused with Matt Hancock. Future, future Prime Minister. Britain's, Matt Hancock. Britain's oldest app developer. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the weird thing. Matt, I think Matt Hancock would kind of like what gets talked about in this article. He would probably think it would make the NHS more efficient and open to privatization. Yeah, lovely. Yeah. Um, Let's go in the so, DMs and ask him. So, it, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Famous friend of the show, yeah, Matt Hancock. Could Matt, post Hancock. On Matt Hancock MP. He's here right now. <laughs> anything to say, Matt? No, never does. Never does. No, he never has anything to say. He just yeah. collects all the data on our phones. Mm. Good friend um, of the show. Good friend so, of the show. Um, basically, John Hancock, this insurer, has decided that they're only going to market interactive plans going forward. Now, mm. an interactive plan is should sound sinister, and should sound sinister because it is. Oh. Um, it is a life insurance plan. The old double plan. bluff. Yeah. Yeah, the old... The old, the old um, hang on. Basically, what you just said, though, is it sounds sinister. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, well, it, well, I mean, it does. Because basically, an interactive plan is a life insurance plan where you have a wearable and they monitor your health data that is sort of tracked from a Fitbit, more or less. I love that they've gone from, like, th- th- we used to have terms for these things, but they just keep inventing new terms. Like, now it's a wearable. Like, what used to be just called a, a cloth. <laughs> <laughs> a single cloth. A cloth. Yeah. Mm. So basically, but basically, like this is going to allow them to more or less like uh, give uh, charge you more or less depending on your risk score at any given time. Um, mm. And what I, I know f- if you're doing coke, 
<laughs> if it's not Supreme branded, I'm not interested. Um, it's so, like, and then your watch is like, I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I oh, there's a high risk of him starting a restaurant with his friends, and it's going to be so different because it's Peruvian Chinese. Yeah, but then there might be a uh, semi-accidental fire in the restaurant. Uh, What's so, that Jason Statham movie where he has to keep his heart rate above a certain level oh, to stay alive? Too high voltage. The two this greatest movies be. ever made. <laughs> An incredible <laughs> version of that. Agent Cody Crank too. Yeah. <laughs> join, join us on Cranky Agent on Cody cocaine. Cranks, where Cody has to keep his heart rate below seventy for his entire life <laughs> to avoid health insurance premiums. Mm. So, privacy and consumer advocates have. Raised questions about whether insurers may eventually use this data. I'm reading from a Reuters article here to select the most profitable customers while hiking rates for those who do not participate or who will present high risks. Mm. The insurance industry has said that it's it's pretty regulated and won't do this. It promises. Uh, it's pretty regular. It's pretty fine. Yeah, it's, don't worry it's, about it. Yeah, don't work. Too, I mean, we could do this, but we won't. The insurance yeah. industry said, ah, don't worry yeah, about it. Forget ah. about it. The insurance industry was like, hey, would we do that to you? <laughs> I fell off a truck. <laughs> <laughs> I got this insurance. I got this iPhone for you. you know, so um, John Hancock's U.S. life insurance customers, and here's the most insulting thing about it, because it's actually based on a British model because it's already here. It exists Ooh. here through this company called Vitality. Um, John Hancock's U.S. life insurance customers can choose from a basic vitality program in which customers log their activity in an app or it tracks their purchases of food on Ocado or whatever. And in response, they receive free movie tickets and gift cards for participating. Wow. Yeah, right? <laughs> like we have, we have essentially locked ourselves in, like an, in a digital prison where we have to like live like an Instagram like lifestyle health fucking shit. And what we get for it is um, we can go see any one of these parodic Agent Cody Banks movies. Wait, what's the Jason Statham movie where he's in a digital prison? <laughs> I'm sure there is one. There will be one. There will Shock, be the one. The Shawcrank Redemption. Oh, there is. There is the one where he's uh, he's in a prison and like he has to go conduct death races with the other inmates to get out of the prison. Is called there? Death Race. Yeah, is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's well, called imagine death it yeah, named. Yeah. Very enjoyable. It's like it's like extreme scrap heap challenge. <laughs> anyway. So insurance, <laughs> right? But it's it, it, in this case, it is it is just another way in which the fact is, were it publicly available, like as we talked about in our "Don't Tell Charlie" last episode, like we talked about in our last episode. Amazing, you remember because our last episode was in like December, December. <laughs> but in our last episode, we talked about the potential of big data as a commons. Um, and let's say let's say we were tracking health and fitness data and so on, and we understood sort of on a population level health at any given time mm. if that information was available to i don't know the nhs or something rather than an insurance company it could be used to actually improve people's lives rather than just you know reward them with some stupid trinkets in exchange for like keeping them in a digital prison where they have to like you know always have skinless chicken breast for every meal or you know they're not going to get their little fucking treaty treat you can have your freedom from the digital prison, or you can have whatever's inside this magic box, which on the outside says Agent Cody Banks too. <laughs> Agent Cody Shawshanks. <laughs> I already I already made a Shawshank joke. Um, but Agent Cody is... doesn't wank because that would raise his heart rate and increase his insurance premium. <laughs> Jesus, that's a concern, isn't it? <laughs> um, but this is we talked about this before we started recording, which is that the sort of the I mean I was going to say the dumb thing about this. A dumb thing about this is that if you 
are somebody who you you have your wearable and your insurance company tells you you're going to die tomorrow so we're going to charge you this much for insurance uh because it'll cost you that much in health bills you think fuck it i don't want insurance i'll just pay the health bills because it's pretty much the same and if you are obscenely healthy and your insurance company essentially tells you by the way you're obscenely healthy and you will probably need to never claim on your insurance you go okay why the fuck do i need insurance so all insurance becomes is paying your health bills through an insurance company and if those and, and if we still pool risk across the entire population with perfect information then what we've created is a universal basic service yeah <laughs> yeah it's almost as though the tech, that technological development renders things like insurance which profit off of uncertainty irrelevant Guys, this is great news. All we need to do is just tell this to the insurance companies and they'll realise that we should just have a universal basic system and shut down. Has anyone got the number for that dashend from the Vitality ads? <laughs> We've sorted it out. We've yeah, like solved it. The caveman and the ge- um, we're going to put that caveman and that gecko out of a job, though. That's a shame. <laughs> yeah. Well, they'll Sorry, be featuring guys. in some videos that I'm making. <laughs> <laughs> My new film, Agent Cody Wanks 3. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I told you guys I was going to have a surprise for you. You did. Uh, saying this is going to especially delight you. I think it's going to be Riley's dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is. Which I've seen before. Yeah, me, me too. Have you seen it? I think I probably have. Yeah. Uh, I've seen a lot in of the dicks DMs. in my life. Join our yeah. Patreon. <laughs> yeah, that's where I saw it. $15 that's, patrons only. That's, the 50, that's what you get at the $15 tier. <laughs> um, it's not even a picture. Riley will actually cut it off and mail it to you Van Gogh style. <laughs> Um, okay, who wants to transform your life with Jay Shetty's personal mentorship program? Oh, me, I guess. Don't is it, that my veins? You want it slammed into you? <laughs> don't, don't I always know it's the get, answer, Jay Shetty? I, I always know what to get you, Hussein. <laughs> mm. I mean, you know, is it my going away present for like next? Well, in November, you're, ba- you're going back to the bowl present. Yeah. Uh, no, Jay Shetty's weekly guidance. Will help you find clarity, master your relationships, live with purpose, and achieve the success you deserve. Damn. All mm. I ever wanted, and my dad never said that you I know, deserved. We haven't talked about Jay Shetty in a while. Hussein, you want to give the uh, the good listeners so, a refresher so, without libeling him? So I'm the only member of Trash Future that Jay Shetty follows because I'm the only one with big dick energy. Um, <laughs> and I think he's and I think he's intimidated. I think he's fifteen dollar patrons will attest. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I think he's intimidated by me. And the fact that despite the fact that I was circumcised, I don't give a shit yeah. because to be honest, like, you don't have to have a big physical dick to have big dick energy, right? And he knows that and he's afraid of it. Anyway. Hey, are you confusing the idea of having a big dick with having a yes. big foreskin? Yes. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. I've got a really long ass foreskin. You're, I actually have an extremely long foreskin and, I, and it all, you count it. You do count it's it. More of, you know, it's more of a five skin, to be honest with you. It's, you, know, you know, there are guys, uh, this is another like story that I kind of wanted to do and I might go back to, but there was this Facebook group of guys who like got their foreskins restored and they would share their pictures of their foreskins with each other and they would comment on them. And it was kind of beautiful in a weird way because like some of them like saw art in the foreskin. It was just like, wow, it's so beautiful and delicate, like veal. Um, it's actually like semi-vegan leather, isn't it? Yeah. If you use it sort mm. of, yeah. Yeah, apparently, especially like the synthetic stuff. Yeah. So anyway, um, <laughs> yes, Jay Shetty. So Jay Shetty is, um, he is what we call like a life, like he calls himself like a lifestyle guru. Yeah. But, He's got the perfect name for being a, link, a LinkedIn rapper though. That's the, <laughs> really good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he has like, he has a pretty packed LinkedIn. So like he can call himself like a lifestyle guru. He can call, he's famously called himself an urban monk. 
because he went because <laughs> yeah. he went to he went to go hang out with the monks for a bit and then he decided to go get a job in the city like all good monks do um he sometimes calls himself a life coach he is inspired by like tony robbins but he comes from like so he comes from like that sort of tradition and we've kind of profiled him on the show before we've kind of featured some of his videos his videos are usually just like you know self help things so it's things like if you believe you can achieve and you know i had a negative mindset but then when i decided not to have a negative mindset my 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 life got like so much better and it basically ignores the fact that like this type of advice really only works when like everything else in your life sort of is going for you so mm. you know if you have like the job and you have the money and you live in like a city where there's lots of opportunities and stuff then maybe like a positive outlook on life might help you but for the majority of people who don't have that, who have serious mental health conditions or who are in a situation where like, you know, they're on like shitty, like low, you know, non, non-contract jobs. Like basically the Jay Shetty lifestyle will not work if you work in an Amazon warehouse. Well, like, well, is this, is, this is an example of like, like how Mark said religion was the opiate of the masses because yeah. it was the thing that sort of dulls the pain, right? And, this, and so Jay Shetty is doing something very similar where he's saying, you know, you can basically, if you wake up early and listen to like two different audiobooks in different ears on 1.5 speed and run 10 kilometers and read these hundred books and have this mindset, you too can be a CEO. Yeah. It's the same, it's the same it's principle. This, it's this dumb thing, isn't it? Of like, if you can motivate yourself to have a routine, you will end up with enough motivation to have a productive routine. So you can join have- the army. <laughs> so, so- I think the key to his positive outlook is actually that Jay Shetty has what, one, one weird trick, and this is why you know uh, companies hate him, right? He has one weird trick, <laughs> which is that to be with him. Yeah, <laughs> any, any, him and his army of, of you know local Do dentists hate him as well. <laughs> <laughs> a very niche reference, right? That's that's one for no heads. That's oh, one yeah. for just me and Charlie. That's just me and you. Yeah. Um, yeah, so because he, he has this, he has this one weird trick, right? Which is that any sums of money he receives, he rounds them up to the nearest million dollars. As as we remember the classic Jay Shetty line, I was recently offered a million dollars. Might have been more, might have been less. <laughs> it was less. <laughs> well, if he wants to get a million dollars now, you can join. And I'm reading from the button here. Join Jay's Genius Coaching today for thirty nine dollars a month. Wow. wow. You wow. too can be... A, if it's an oddly specific price. <laughs> it's like a phone contract. That's what that is. Um, yeah, so it's, he calls it genius coaching. Uh, it includes Jay's personal book notes, where every single month you can tap into Jay's library and discover what he's reading and receive all of his personal notes from his books. Um, it's like his own comic book club. again. Wait, hang on. So that stuff he did, like, has to hand anyway. Yes. He's not even like making stuff for the course. It's just like, well, I've got this shit lying around. I might as well make people pay to educate them with it. Because, it, you know, that's because mm. that's what I've realized, right? Like, we could all be a genius for $39 a month. Like, actual genius isn't a word that means anything. And if you want to be a genius for $39 a month, you wouldn't believe what that'll get you on the Trash Future Patreon. <laughs> Wait, <but laughs> Unbelievable. $39 a month on this, I would have minus three dollars left at the end of the month so that would or if you round up to the nearest million dollars a million dollars <laughs> exactly yeah so i mean I, I he as part of this uh he actually offers a master class that includes um a, a life audit which we're gonna run now <laughs> oh. oh yes yeah hell yeah yeah good feature well Inject- done really injected good. my veins very so, good at me the key for the life audit is all about understanding the problem or challenge remember this is for geniuses 
So I don't know if everyone's going to not understand this. Please yeah, I review might sit, my I might life sit, spreadsheet. I might sit this one out. Yeah. You know, so if, you, if you're not a genius, just fast forward uh, in the podcast. Genie please. <laughs> um, you know, we need some theme music for Jay Shetty. Uh, oh, it has to be Jay Sean. It's got to be something by Jay Sean. Because <laughs> um, that's so, who I picture in my head when I think of Jay Shetty. So, They're all the same, but for the same person. Key one. It's related to Shilpa Shetty. Life, life <laughs> audit. This, is, this key is all about understanding the problem or challenge that you're trying to solve. Let's explore the key areas of your life. And then he does this really genius thing where he says personal, work and finance, family, friends, health and spirituality. And then you rate them all out of 10 which is what a genius would do. Wait, there's a whole section just for family friends. This <laughs> <laughs> is my dad's mate, Chris, from down the pub. Uh, <laughs> he's all right, give him a seven. Do they qualify if you're not related to them, but you still weirdly call them uncle? <laughs> family, Ooh, stroke, yeah. family stroke friends. Does, does, so, it, does it count if you've been pushed to the edge because all your friends are dead? <laughs> does it count if one, you tried so hard and got so far? Is this one, is this one weird family friend who uh, he, he makes 3D printed guns and he always makes me call him uncle, but in a way that makes me a bit uncomfortable, to be honest. <laughs> LinkedIn, LinkedIn rapper. Okay, so uh, personal. Now, I want you to be a genius. And can you rate? And now, how are you doing personal? Can you rate it one to 10? Uh, personal. Um, I, I, I like to get pretty personal <laughs> a lot of the time. I'd, I'd give myself... Is this, is this pizza size? Uh, oh, no, never on, never on pizza size. Yeah, that was the question. Yeah, Always large, yeah. always big pizza energy, BPE. Uh-huh. Um, no, I, I, I like to get personal uh, in terms of like uh, saying really rude and unpleasant things yes. to, so to out, people I don't out like. Out of 10. Uh, at least an eight. Okay, Hussein, rate yourself on personal out of 10. How personal are you getting? I feel like I you're not I, very personal. I don't really like talking to people. I don't think you're very personal. I don't even like talking to, you know, you guys. So maybe like a two. Yeah, I think that's On fair. a scale from Bitcoin to Justin Trudeau, how much of a person <laughs> are you? Um, now, uh, Charlie. Yeah. I'm going to say, uh, be a genius. Okay. <sighs> um, I want you to give me a spirituality score out of 10. Oh, um, I think I'm a, a seven for spirituality. Okay. Actually, yeah. Is that, is that, a, is that 140% proof? <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Wow, you really fucked up the terminology on that one. Sorry, yeah, not that's... a genius. You can't do this class. <laughs> um, uh, I don't remember that being one of the metrics, actually. Mm, so uh, mm. if we could go by the rules of the test. Yeah, oh, sorry. Come on, mate. Yeah. Mm, so it's, um, no, it's, I mean, this, sorry, this is pretty important stuff. The yeah. important thing about self help is you can't fuck up. No, that's true. <laughs> there are no wrong answers here, Riley. It's true. Uh, and this, again, this is how we're going to overcome material conditions the genius way by rating our. our relationship with our family and friends out of 10. Um, as I consider all the listeners my, my, my family and friends, uh, I'm going to rate it 10 out of 10 for our beautiful, handsome pod- Patreon subscribers. We need, to st- we need to stop plugging the Patreon so much. It's weird. I will Especially never. Especially the $15 dick viewers. <laughs> we need so, money. Uh, so I, we're not going to go through uh, every, every element of the life audit personally, but personally, uh, individually. But, you know, just so long as we can understand, right, like, more or less how we're doing this. It's the mm-hmm. genius, a genius task of rating a very broad element of your life out of 10 and then deciding where you want it to be next year. Wait, so it doesn't ask you any specific questions? Is or... it literally just if you rate yourself higher than you're more of a genius? Yes. So personal, <laughs> the, the, the specific question, Bro. basically, the specific question it asks is basically, it says personal and there's a number zero and it goes all the way up to 10. And each of those is, is a specific question. Is personal on this number for you? That's the specific question. 
Fucking hell. Mind blown. Yeah. It's crazy. That's wild shit. I I feel like he smoked a lot of weed. Is the test actually that you just need to be smart enough to understand the test? I think this is really one of those, uh, you know, um, uh, tests where you sort of, you sort of pass if you write your name, right? Like it's, it's like, um, it's like a lot of UK degree courses where you just sort of get a two one. Wait, no, yeah. it's, it's the fucking, it's the fucking Blade Runner test. Like the last question is like, <laughs> you see a turtle on its back. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. This is the Jay Shetty. Voight- Rate it out of 10 for this success. Is J- this is the Tell Jay- me about your mother. This is the Jay Shetty Voight Kampf test for like, for like future Instagram influencer business geniuses. Yeah, it's exactly. We should what just this build is. them in factories. They would be the best Instagram influencers, because like, they would just be comp- So uh, I, I was hanging out. Have, I think you're really underestimating that this may already be pretty common. So right, here's the thing: um, Instagram. You know that there's now an, there's now a bit of Instagram for everything because um, so a uh, friend of the show, Aiden Taco Jones, and I last night were sitting around, and uh, my girlfriend had bought a copy of the Angler's Times as a joke. And we were laughing so much reading the Angler's Times that we decided to find like like Instagram fishing influencers. Oh yeah, like, they're all these like hot hot girls of fishing Instagram and stuff, and dudes <laughs> who are like posting like motivational stuff about how they're improving their fishing game and like really technical analysis of like what stuff they're using. And one guy caught this massive fish, and we we're like, we need to leave a comment. And so Aiden and I looked up in the Angler's Times just random fishing terminology that we didn't understand. We were like. What were you using there, mate? Uh, like fucking uh, TTX09 boilies or a, or a rolled up shrimp krill. <laughs> and, and he was like, nah, mate, and replied with some similarly complex jargon. And we were like, have we just passed ourselves off as like fishing Instagram people? <laughs> this, is, this is why you did an audit. You identified your weakness. So on mm. fishing Instagram, you were a three out of 10. Yeah, then you most. In, and then you improved yourself. So you made yourself a fishing Instagram eight out of 10. And now you're going to have a yeah. million dollars, give or take. Yeah, I've never caught so much as a stripper, are you, which is a type of fish I found so, out yesterday. Are you so, now a fishing influencer, Milo? Maybe. I guess all fishermen are kind of fish influencers are you a fish- in a way. <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are you a fishing thought? A fishing thought? <laughs> so wait. No, it's, it's a thought, but it's that hoe on the other bank. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing. You, we wouldn't be a genius if we just rated a bunch of vague shit out of 10. By the way, this costs $39 a month. Mm. Uh, we wouldn't be a genius. A month. A month, yeah. It costs $39 a month. You, get, you sort of do this, but then you also like, get guided meditations and genius masterclasses from whoever wrote this. Cool. Um, you get so, to do the test every month. Don't memorize the test. That's not fair. <laughs> so uh, key number two is the life edit, which is basically like, you know that cult synonym or like struggle set? It's like a Maoist struggle session. Where you just sort of get wow, abused. Struggle session occult? Uh, the Ma- well, no, the Maoist struggle, not the podcast struggle session, uh, the Mao, Ma- but struggle Who, session. If they're listening, are a cult. <laughs> but they do listen. Um, you're a cult. <laughs> you're not a cult, you're nice. You're yeah. a cult. <laughs> nice cult, a yakult. They're yeah, not going to no, have me back anyway, in, you're a cult. In, Ma- in, Maoist, in Maoist China, you'd have a struggle session, which is like, you know, everyone around the village would, would gather around you and sort of yell at you about all your faults. So... Wow. Jay Shetty wants you to have your own struggle session with yourself. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, and identify the area of those those five elements um, that you identified out of ten where you had the biggest gap, which is your life edit. Mm. Ooh, yeah. Let me just cut a whole thing out of your life. Like, well, I'm really bad at being personal, so I'm just going to no longer do that. <laughs> I'm, ne- I'm just never. I'm going to stop hanging out with my family friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to focus on my strengths. I'm finally. Spiritual. I'm f- you know what? I'm finally going to make a better 3D printed gun that doesn't blow off my entire arm. 
Yeah. <laughs> Instead of making a 3D printed gun, I will spend the day in prayer. <laughs> and pray for a 3D printed gun. <laughs> I will pray for a loosening of sexual consent laws. <laughs> see, what we've actually done is we've, we've sort of, you see, the thing is, we've actually been double genius because we've blended two steps. We've blended the life edit with the life debit. And that we've paired problem with solution. Actually, we're double genius more than Jay Shetty. People should actually pay us monthly to listen to our dumb shit. Double jump, double That's genius. That's good. For <laughs> <laughs> just $15 a month. So Riley's wang. What, Think about it. What do you need to debit, subtract, or deduct from your life to make the life edit possible? He's just given three synonyms at the start of that to just show off that he knows three words for the same thing. Oh, he's totally a thesaurus guy. Oh yeah, <laughs> he he is fucking Roger himself. Hoomstver, <laughs> <laughs> That sounds like an IKEA furniture. <laughs> yeah, I feel I feel like we've sort of done the life debit, which is um, which is you have to you know understand where the toxic people are in your life and understand how you're bad at like you know your um your weird sexual proclivities make you bad at making three D printed guns. Oh, wait, this is just the 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 shitty tweets that go viral. That's like. You just need to cut toxic people out of your life. Like when your mom tells you that like you should wash, like cut that bitch out. It's about self-care. <laughs> is this why you didn't have me back for a while? <laughs> <laughs> you know what this is? This is um this is also like uh, 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 like sovereign citizen tax protesters who are just like, I'm cutting the government out of my life and I'm declaring <laughs> I'm declaring myself a republic. Um so I think we've kind of done that. We've understood we've understood what like the weird 3D printed gun pedophile needs to do to improve his life. So what are the life credit? What's, what, is the, what does this guy have to introduce to his life? Oh, is it um, heroin? <laughs> I think that would make Jay Shetty better. If Jay Shetty <laughs> had like a wild heroin addiction, I'd respect him so much more. Is he, is he under or over 27? Well, I, I think he's over. over. Well, oh, he she, was... He's already he's missed the boat on that then. Well, he's, um, if he'd have died of a heroin overdose at 27, he would have been cool. <laughs> well, the thing is, it's, it's, it's true that... It, it, 30-odd, it's, it's just sad. There is, it is, Jim Morrison, Jimi Hendrix, there is <laughs> Jay a, Shetty. There is a certain kind of like motivational business idiot um, who is just so annoyingly banal that I'm desperate for one of them to have a dark underbelly. How is, I mean, there's no way that that isn't the case. <laughs> I just or, or at least about it. a really sumptuously soft cashmere underbelly. <laughs> mm. Mm. So what are, Jay Shetty, actually a goat. <laughs> Listen to the bonus episode next week where we so investigate. What are the three things we think Cody Wilson needs to introduce to his life in order to He's turn it all around? Last name That's to Agent Cody. Oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, Frankie Muniz, uh, young kids, mm-hmm. uh, and a gun that works. Absolutely. So the big the three, final, the, the big final, three, the final, the final <laughs> because how you combine them is up to you. <laughs> it's like the three primary Frankie, colors. I swear to God, if you let any of these kids go, <laughs> point the gun at the kids, Frankie. So now remember, this is for geniuses. You're not the boss of me now. You're not the boss of me now. <laughs> you're not the boss of me now. And you're not so big, but you're still too old to have sex with these kids. <laughs> you feel like there could be like a dark version. Of, what, dark of, uh, Jay Shetty. No, no, dark, dark Malcolm in the middle. Where like he goes insane and like he's walking around the house where like you're not the boss of me. And he's like he got in Joker makeup. Oh, that's so twisted. Oh, that'd be really Ooh. good. They should, what? they should make that. Cranston would do it. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, I, Brendan O'Neill could be the head writer. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so, based just to review, Malcolm though, in the middle, just agent to review, of though, chaos. For um, 
for a dollar forty a day, uh, you can get the kind of genius advice that's basically figure out what's going on in your life and fix it. That's more or less what this is, but it, co- it takes five steps wow, and it costs pr- a lot of money. For the price of half a cup of Starbucks coffee. <laughs> half a cup of half Starbucks cup soup. Of Starbucks <laughs> soup. Uh, so write, finally, and this is a big part of the genius thing, you have to write a list of three things you're grateful for. Ah. They're all in the room with me now. Get out. <laughs> I didn't know you had three balls. <laughs> I'm no, great- it's just two balls and Hussein. I'm, <laughs> okay, grateful, yeah. I'm grateful for 3D printed guns. Um, I'm grateful for the uh, rebuilding men's foreskins movement. Um, <laughs> and I'm also grateful th- that the Stussy logo looks a lot like the ISIS flag. I, can I have the, actually, I feel so strongly about this, that can I have one choice for each of the dimensions of the printed gun? <laughs> oh, yeah. No printed guns in Flatland here. I have, I'm very thankful for the fact that, despite the fact that this franchise should have been died, dead a long time ago, Weird DC films about the Joker are still being made. <laughs> they just oh, keep rebooting yeah. it. Jared Leto is still making music. And Batman hangs Dong in the new comic. Oh yeah, Batman had his dick out in the new. Batman gets Batman got his dick out, and we keep on getting more and more twisted with the Joker. Like I bet, like you know, if you're the Joker, your homepage is t-shirthell.com. <laughs> <laughs> like that, like that's your default search engine. Yeah, I mean, like films are just being designed by Markov chains now, aren't they? That's the whole like. Can we just can we just make our own? I just want to make our own films that like no one else would make, like Abu Bakr al Baghdadi daycare. Man, hey, <laughs> yo, what if what if, what if we made a f- this toy is haram? <laughs> Get well, it out. I was saying that um, all the kids are crying. I, One of the kids has been thrown off the roof of a car park. Well, you 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 kept policy to create Muslim only institutions in Britain, which it seems to want to do, even though it doesn't like that. Um, mm. UKIP is actually Own, owning the Muslims by building a giant state-funded mosque. Yeah, well, it's like, it's like the UKIP's plan to make a, just Muslim versions of everything means that actually what they have done more to build a caliphate than Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi has ever done. They're accelerationists. <laughs> that libeling Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi? Do we, do we have to give him right of reply? <laughs> Come on the show. <laughs> he probably won't. He's got a lot on his plate. <laughs> yeah, he has, yeah. yeah no, so, like, he might phone in. He'll be, like, he'll be like, I'm a busy man, but I've listened to your stupid I would totally, show about I would know. I have read your emails. <laughs> I didn't Abu, appreciate the tone. Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi should go on Adam22's podcast and talk about his, <laughs> and talk about his beef with, like, with the Ayatollahs. Doesn't Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi live next door to here? I think he's around here somewhere, isn't he? Yeah, he sometimes shows up and he just keeps demanding rent. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yo. So, um, are you? If you're ready to change your life, you can join the Genius Community today, um, which actually I think is the UKIP conference because they're also rational. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, for just over a dollar a day, you'll have exclusive access to live weekly coaching sessions with Jay, a monthly Genius membership, which that doesn't seem like a feature. That just seems like the product. But you stop being a genius if you stop being <laughs> like. Oh, no, it's yeah. like no, it's 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 Jay Shetty is basically offering the flowers for Algernon uh, treatment. Oh yeah, yeah, you're halfway through describing quantum physics and suddenly you just start talking about poo and you're like, oh sorry, my genius description well, no, must have run out. Case, let me let me just PayPal them you're, something. You're, like you're halfway through describing quantum physics and then just all of a sudden you start start being like, yo, so success actually is about like a mindset and really when you think about it, quantum physics is about believing in yourself. And now to explain success. Agent Cody Banks. <laughs> I think I speak for everyone when I say, you're crazy for this one, Jay. Yeah. <laughs> Rocco Sifredi and Agent Cody Banks. Oh, yeah. Hey, uh, are you guys, uh, you guys new in town? <laughs> so you get, 
to this ski slope. Rocco Sifredi and his most tenuous crowbar yet. Yeah. So you also get access to all past content in the Genius Library, which is over 30 hours. It's almost a work week. Wow. Mm. Damn, 30 hours. It's a huge ass mixtape. That's a fucking... <laughs> no good. That no good Rocco Cifaretto over in Brussels <laughs> keeps coming over to the UK and asking girls if they like dick. <laughs> it's a matter of respect. <laughs> I love that Rock, Rocco, Cifaretto, Rocco Cifaretto like, yeah. hi, oh my, she's a beautiful creature. Yeah. A horse. <laughs> that is a niche She was reference. a fucking horse, Tony, <laughs> by which I mean she was a horse and I fucked her. <laughs> She was new in town. <laughs> oh, man. That is, that is like, that's so tangled, that web of references. I love the idea that, like, Rocco Cifredi can't spell whores. But and Ro- he once fucked some horses by mistake. I really just want to see a reimagining of The Sopranos where, where the part of Ralph Cifaretto was played by Rocco Cifredi. If you That'd are listening great. to this and you can prove that you got every single thing that those two said in the last minute and a half, there's definitely a tenor in it for you. To, ca- to, ca- <clears throat> to cap things off today... Uh, I wanted to go into, because we're all geniuses now, so Genii. we're all smart enough um, to finally read Reason Magazine. Oh, oh, yeah. Hell yeah. The magazine for people who love music editing. And we are, we are because, we, because we've been right. talking about extremely rational libertarians being a genius and all this today, Reason, if you don't know, is a, a libertarian magazine that would not exist in an actual free market if it were not funded by a network of shadowy right-wing think tanks, presumably. Yeah. More or less. It's funded by a bunch of people who just have one simple, honest goal to let 15-year-olds fuck whoever they want. Is that libel? I think, think it might, might be libel. I think it might be libel. Yeah. We don't know who funds it. Can we, fu- can we libel people? Yeah, but they know. We don't know. Yeah, who they, they know. <laughs> I think, how about, like, you know who you are. I think the policy... The Stop po- fucking the kids. The policy goal of Reason Magazine... Uh, is probably is basically just to provide like a form of universal basic income to like people who got C's at Yale but carried a cane the whole time. Wait, isn't <laughs> isn't UBI though like? Well, it's not. Don't libertarians hate that? Well, yeah, they do, but this is for their friends. Just like uh, all conser- all conservatives want it's criminal for the family ju- friends section of the Jay Shetty Matrix. Like, yeah, all criminal, all 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 Republicans really want like you know a really nice, comfortable existence for people they know. Did you just accidentally say the word criminal instead of the word Republicans? <laughs> yeah. Damn, we live you're in a... so s- far down the rabbit do you, hole. Did you realize that we live in a society? Is that mm. you do, you're doing a Cicero, like a, a criminal. I meant Republicans. <laughs> um, so the, this, this is the best way to understand Reason Magazine. Um, the editor, Catherine Mungu Ward, tweets, name. I just approved expense reports containing A a silver monocle, B, a trip to the strip club, and C, a book about Locke. Yeah, being the editor of Reason is exactly like you'd imagine. Terrible. <laughs> was that, was that, I love to think that was like all on the same night for the same person. Oh, almost like, certainly. Hmm, I'm going to the strip club, but I may find these strippers less than engaging. Well, like, I must take a book to read. But what if my eyesight should fail me in that family dimly lit establishment? Eye. Exactly. <laughs> It's like this is this is this is the magazine <laughs> the pirate who works at <laughs> the Reason magazine. This the is a- eye patch monocle combo is a really strong one. I feel mm. for when you're really interested in just seeing in one way. Just yeah. imagine a guy wearing an eye patch and a monocle on the same eye. <laughs> this monocle is useless. So ah, the monocle fails me once again. So Reason is is a magazine for people who have like a naturally occurring fedora and who like. <laughs> 
who like picked up a British accent from watching Doctor Who, or as they call it, Doctor Whom. Doctor <laughs> Whom. Yeah, one, so, one fedora is actually a fedorum. Uh, so <laughs> I, I wanted to, um, I, I, yeah, of course they're going into a strip club and then ostentatiously reading John Locke with a monocle. So like the, the strippers like are impressed by them. Um, mm. But then they're like, no, she actually like, really likes me. Like, I go, obviously I have to like, you know, pay her for a lap dance, but no, she likes, she really likes me, which is why I go all the time. I'm just bored of it. Like she keeps texting me and it's like, I don't know how to deal with it. She keeps, I'm text- not that she keeps texting her. me, asking for iTunes gift cards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate pay pig thing, the iTunes gift card. By that, by that thing, like uh, my grandma is like a pay pig for me throughout <laughs> my childhood. Like iTunes gift card is the gift you get given by someone who has no idea what a gift is. <laughs> yeah. Like, so mm. let's, let's, let's talk turkey. Uh, by which I mean uh, the, Erdogan. The, artic- <laughs> the article, the article that I think most embodies Erdogan. that most embodies uh, the the Reason Magazine outlook. Uh, three cheers for price gouging during Hurricane Florence. Hip hip. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's called supply and demand. I mean, you can you can just see you can just hear that title uh, condescending to you. Yeah, I mean, it's like, it's very like. It's not good, is it? It's it's like it, it, saying three cheers for something that's just so obviously bad. So like saying three cheers for uh, rain. Yeah, well, that's the thing. This is the this is the the, the essence of these people. It's also oh, the so essence. Bad. It's really yeah. <laughs> Nate, sorry, Please, just Nate, Nate, that no, for Nate, a Nate, Nate, <laughs> no, make him that fucking sit in it. That was full partridge. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nate, make Milo sit in his oh, bad joke. Make him know his shame. Uh, yeah, rub my nose in it. Uh, oh, so, so bad. But this no. is but this kind of take, it's the same one that like Brendan O'Neill does, which is it's mistaken Deep being song. it's mistaken being contrarian and slightly erudite for being smart. Where it's yeah. like, ah, everyone thinks this, so I'm gonna say the opposite thing, which means actually I'm better than you swine. Who like think that actually people should you know have water in a disaster zone? I think you'll find I'm not disheveled. I am in fact heveled. <laughs> <laughs> so this is by a guy called John Stossel, and I'm so interested in this guy. Uh, he's what a name is everyone that works this magazine. Really <laughs> strong names, yeah. Um, so John Stossel joined Reason in 2017, and he's the former host of Fox Business's Stossel and ABC's <laughs> 2020. Uh, he sounds like won, a German cake. He has won 19 Emmys and authored several best-selling books, including most recently, No, They Can't, Why Government Fails, But Individuals Succeed. Can we, sounds like something Troy McClure would have written in The Simpsons. <laughs> 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 can we also talk... Can we, I feel like we shouldn't ignore the fact that that is a shitload of Emmys. Mm. That, I don't have a joke I'm here. sure they were That's all... That's just so many Emmys. So we're going to be fair to John Stossel. He has a lot of Emmys. So many Emmys! Stossel writes that people who engage in excessive pricing face up to 30 days of jail time, uh, said North Carolina's attorney general. Now, I don't praise greed, but pursuing profit is simply the best mechanism for bringing people the supplies we need. Without rising prices indicating which materials are most sought after, suppliers don't know whether to rush in with food bandages or chainsaws. I actually get that a lot. Yeah. (laughs) Because occasionally people are hungry at work and they're like, can you just go grab me something? And I come back with just bandages and chainsaws and they're very annoyed. Yeah, well, I know it's it's like it's the classics. It's like the snog marry avoid of supplies. <laughs> it's like chainsaws, bandages, or food. Yeah, and you just have to arbitrarily guess. Yes, well, yeah, like given three avoid. people, you have to give one to each of them. Well, so yeah. this is the libertarian point um, that says prices are not actually money. Surprisingly, uh, they're actually just information. 
Interestingly, yeah. the three things I value most in my life are food, bandages, and chainsaws. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the bandages might make it necessary. The free, the free yes. genders, right? So, but this is right. So, I'm, I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give I'm going to give Hussein Hussein the food because it's important to feed a great mind. I'm going to give Charlie the, the chainsaws because it seems like he's handled it, and I'm going to give Riley the bandages because he's cut his penis off for the Patreon listeners. <laughs> he has done. Thank you to our, our loyal listener, <laughs> the so, Zoom user. So, <laughs> <laughs> joke i get so this yeah. is but, but when stossel here says prices are not money they're information he's essentially just forgetting that um they are money that they are <laughs> that they are in fact money that they represent a claim on goods and services that they're radically unequally distributed and that we need it to live like yeah it, it, it's it's a this is a, the libertarian mindset is that all economy is that it's abstracted to the point of meaninglessness that all economies basically occur in a frictionless vacuum and everyone's mind plays by memento rules because it's all reset every day. And outside of that circumstance, libertarianism is completely incoherent mm. because prices actually are more than information. They represent power. John Stossel just has tattoos all over his body reminding him about stuff like, remember to buy chainsaws and bandages. Remember, <laughs> remember to renew subscription to Jay Shetty course. <laughs> Otherwise, geniusness will disappear overnight. It's just, it's, just, yeah. it's, it's just, he's like the Joker, but instead of twisted tattooed on his head, he just has taxation is theft tattooed on his head. Mm-hmm. Like the, that's Brendan O'Neill, though. No, Brendan O'Neill definitely has twisted, but then, no, he has triggered twist tattooed in his head. <laughs> but John Stossel does also have Brendan O'Neill tattooed on his chest. <laughs> that, I think John Stossel, if he could, would have a, a full back piece just of Brendan O'Neill, like with a raised eyebrow, reading a book that says Economics 101. Just J- Brendan O'Neill as that like wanderer above the fog painting. But And another, conser- <laughs> another conservative trope. You know how with, I got these scars? Some another, of those kids have longer nails than you think. Another conservative <laughs> trope. Um, is about loving genius children who own libs by um, by be speaking truth to them, um, by by being entrepreneurs and saving up to buy the libs. That's a big part of it. So here's where this. I mean, because this article is or, is just the usual like, yo, how would we how would we ever get emergency supplies to people if they didn't have to pay forty dollars for a band aid? I persuaded this seven year old to agree with me. Therefore, I'm right. Here's the thing. <laughs> you're not. Here's the thing, Milo. You're not far wrong. <laughs> oh God, that's worrying. <laughs> <laughs> That's For- rare. Fortunately, kids who learn about free markets via the Stossel in the Classroom charity know better. We ran a contest inviting students to write an essay or make a video about price gouging. Some pointed out that price controls make it hard for people everywhere to get the goods they need, as opposed to extremely high prices making it hard for people everywhere to get the goods they need. Take out a loan from a payday lender like, like a Choose your own adventure, isn't it? <laughs> what reason would you like to have for not having the goods you need? Um... You can't actually change the outcome, but you can just change the reason. It's like, you died. Why would you like to have died? (laughs) Currently, you're on covered in your own sick in a Nazi uniform and come. So um, I'm going to say these are if if, now if if anyone is is familiar with the with the common trope that conservatives have really weird names. um, Mm -hmm. We are we're about to hear a couple. um, So, you know, so I'm quoting here. Uh, this is from someone's video essay. This is from the it video essay of 17-year-old Annalise Kafod. Wow. How are you spelling fun. Kafod? K-O-F-O-D. Good name. In modern days, wow. in modern days, you see countries like Venezuela <laughs> suffer from the fact that their governments place price controls on all items. 
Yeah, that's definitely what went wrong in Venezuela. Yeah. Also, yeah. you don't see people suffering in the United States because um, private industry price, places price controls on items, making them high. No, can't. Mm. I, isn't the US the one where aren't they the country where everyone can afford everything? Are they that one? Uh, yeah, they're, they're, especially healthcare. Yeah, yeah. especially healthcare. You know, now they have like a watch that tells them when they can't do cocaine <laughs> or, or wank. She watched a really exciting Frankie Muniz film, which is actually one of his better works. Yeah. <laughs> she won the High School Video Award, which in my opinion is better than any, um, you know, well-considered and evidenced economic argument that, you know, the rate of profit tends to fall under capitalism. We are live at the MTV HSVMAs. <laughs> <laughs> so after researching prices and disasters, now here's to f- our sponsor, John Stossel. <laughs> now here's a fucking name. Who just really loves kids. Loves them. After researching prices, uh, oh, yeah. After researching prices and disasters, Maggie Kronsich. What? <laughs> that was that was that was just a cough. <laughs> Kron- Maggie Kronsich of Grove City, Pennsylvania, winner of their high school essay contest, said, "Actually, the price gougers are the moral ones." Mm. We're owned. We're owned, guys. I mean, should we go home now or should we get food on the way? <laughs> I mean, food on the way, definitely. it depends on how much it costs. You think yeah. all, of, all of these libertarians, no, all of these libertarians dream of living in a world in which like every single price is perfectly mapped to supply and demand at any given point. Mm. And like, and, and you are, are and, and, and nothing is predictable and everything is left to the whims of the market because in, a, in, in the world of more marketization, all of their friends who also got C minuses at Yale but went to Georgetown Prep, or or all their friends in the case of the UK who were just you know also did like a weird wanking induction in Oxbridge, uh, all get to like you know Agent con- Cody wanks four <laughs> <laughs> Varsity Oxbridge. <laughs> who 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 else out there <laughs> was rowing for their college? Yeah, who yeah, who of among us? Stop doing that. <laughs> stop libeling and stop using 2014 era internet jokes. <laughs> No, so yeah, so actually the price gougers are the moral ones. Yeah. Owned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Owned. Yeah. So whoops. Owned, or perhaps not owned, depending on the free market. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, because it's this is it's just the same thing where it's the entire libertarian response to any any social argument is basically just contradiction. It's just, no, it's not. Yeah, there's like a you could have like a sort of like a huge riot going on. A libertarian comes in and goes, but what if there were less rules? <laughs> But so I actually, I looked up Stossel in the classroom. Okay. Uh, and there was, it's kind of weird. And it should sound weird because it is weird. Uh, that old thing. Yeah. yeah years, so years ago, in 2000, a piece in Salon was written exposing Stossel in the, in the classroom for the sort of propaganda hack work that it is. And it's still an ongoing concern. <laughs> Exposing Stossel in the classroom. <laughs> Something which John Stossel himself would never do. <laughs> Stossel in the Classroom is a series of studies. This is from the, um, from the article. Stossel in the Classroom is a series of study aids funded by the highly conservative Palmer R. Chichester Fund that includes Stossel's Charlie, popular... why would you fund this? <laughs> includes Stossel's popular... The pitch eight- was very compelling. <laughs> <laughs> and you wanted to test some chi. I did. Yeah. You wanted to, get, you wanted to align your chakras. Um, that includes Stossel's popular ABC News special reports accompanied by study guides. So basically, schools were just buying the news 
uh, from, a, <laughs> but accompanied by um, propaganda written by, it turns out, the Heritage Foundation and the Cato Institute. <laughs> and he, all, he would always begin with his favorite catchphrase, you don't stossle the half. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I, don't, I don't get that. <laughs> Nobody gets that. <laughs> So <laughs> it's a David Hasselhoff. <laughs> Not a good one. You don't Hasselhoff. So Stossel in the classroom costs only three hundred dollars for a school to license, but is funded by this network of think tanks and stuff. Yep. So the study guide section on robber barons, for example, based on Stossel's quote greed special. Again, this is for people who think that mm. Wall Street was a cool movie about a guy with a sweet job. Isn't that something you could get at McDonald's in the mid two thousands? Freedom fries. Pre-Michael so, Moore. So this special doesn't actually mention the word monopoly. In a case study mm. on John D. Rockefeller, the word pops up, but only to argue that oil tycoon Rockefeller wasn't actually a monopolist. But at least Stossel takes time to explain that often monopolies come not because of market failure, but because of government favors for business. So essentially, it's, just, mm. it's, it's, it's the educational equivalent of putting your hands over your eyes and your fingers in your ears, getting, I guess, a couple of extra hands, because it's the free market. Fuck it. Fuck it. Why not? Like um, a little, a little, a little man with a mustache, <laughs> a monocle, and a top hat drives past in a shoe, and he's like, "Nah, nah, it's probably just because of uh, because of government subsidies." Yeah, fucking, <laughs> fucking subsidies. Yeah. Another guide accompanying Stossel's scaring herself to death snidely attacks the government for changing dietary requirements to emphasize fruits and vegetables over meat and dairy products. So again, these are the Fucking people. Lull. These are the people <laughs> who are just like giving, who are giving themselves like clogged arteries to own the libs. Hey kids, listen up! I'm John Stossel, and I'm here to tell you that eating vegetables is gay. <laughs> <laughs> you should just eat fourteen steaks, like me and my friend Jordan Peterson. Isn't that right, Jordan? Yes, I completely agree that in fact eating vegetables will turn you into a weak half man. And you should embrace living the life of a lobster by holding your breath and crawling around on the ocean floor, consuming only mollusks. <laughs> so <laughs> that's just it, right? These guys, they will fixate on one thing and then they'll just sort of abstract away every other thing about, the, about, about reality. And then they'll just load their premises so that their conclusion seems like the only natural one. That's why they all love Locke, because he did the same thing. He was like, well, he like Locke was the original like incel libertarian going to a strip club with a monocle because he was the <laughs> same. He was he was like, actually, uh, if you look at it rationally, private property is the only way society can work when he just worked backwards. And he was like, well, I'm going to make a whole bunch of assumptions about humans that mean that private property is the only thing that can work. But it doesn't. Because we know that you can provide supplies to, like, disaster victims without charging them $100 for a bottle of Evian. You know, we Prove know it, you- Lib. <laughs> Owned. <laughs> ah, damn. Did you take Stossel in the classroom? Hell yeah, I did. <laughs> you so, cuck. That's the thing. Because it is many, if not most, of the 35 to 40 footnotes accompanying each guide just cite the Heritage Foundation, Cato Institute, Hoover Institution, Young America's Foundation, and Wall Street Journal op-ed pages. So you're just giving you're giving kids the news and then like the National Review more or less. The famous the famous paper eating vegetables is gay yo Stossel et al. 2013. <laughs> you know what's cool? Acid reflux. <laughs> oh yeah, God, that man must shit bricks. I mean, it's, it's if I don't eat vegetables with like one meal, I have like the worst poo of my well, life. It's a, it's Horrid a, poo. Yeah. Think about this: is that all of these people? Like every libertarian is just is just fueled by spite 
right? Because mm. all of this is and, a, and meat. Yeah, because all of this is just like, oh, you fuck you. You can't tell me to eat fucking vegetables. Actually, it's okay to like you know let some people die because you know, the free market is actually rational. They only eat really angry, spiteful cows. Maybe we maybe society should start telling them that they really must eat something. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how like yeah they don't they all of their views aren't to do with like what is good they're only to do with like what what the free market should theoretically bottom out at so if the free market bottoms out at oh actually for the optimum free market everyone just should just eat handfuls of their own poo they'd be like that is the optimum society they wouldn't be like hang on a second what if not eating your own poo is a more enjoyable way to live they'd be like no Timmy, get in here and eat your poo. (laughs) (laughs) The market, bitch. You signed up for this class. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Stossel in the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, it's me from John Stossel. You may remember me from such informational films as Eating Vegetables is Gay. (laughs) One, two, three, and four, for which I won Emmys. I mean, why have you made Stossel a homophobe? That and uh, Hussein, do you want to say something about libertarianism? Yeah, it's it's shit. And like, if your son is a, if your son is a libertarian, you should you sh- you should cut his dick off. Um, <laughs> if your son is a libertarian, he eats only liberty. <laughs> <laughs> and and in all likelihood, he's probably going to become a pedophile. So <laughs> yes, I you mean, can't libel the concept of libertarianism. <laughs> I mean, it's the the uh, the, b- the best thing to remember is that libertarianism is still a self-limiting disease because they're all really fucking stupid. Hi, I'm John Stossel, and this week we're going to open my pedo file. It's the <laughs> file in which I keep documents of all of the pedos I've discovered, and I am not in there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That was spicy. So, uh, on, that, on that note, on that note, I'm going to say, um, number one, Subscribe to our Patreon because we got a really good episode coming out. Um, I, either it will be the most recent one or it will be just about to come out uh, where we talk to Matt Zarb cousin about the New European, a famously regular newspaper. Matt Zarb, keeping it in the family. And then um, also... <laughs> Matt Zarb, you can marry me, it's legal. God damn it. <laughs> also, uh, so I think that's a good night from us. Gentlemen, thank you very much for coming back for this ultimate original lineup fantasy. What a joy. It's been thank a pleasure. You. I was here for the whole thing. <laughs> now let's go eat some liberty. Um, <laughs> and so... Uh, By that we mean dick. Yeah. God, God damn it. Cut off dick. It, it counts for <laughs> God, Peterson. It counts. Can I... Can I, I this are, is are, my friend, Meat Peterson. Are, are there three... Peterson. Unbelievable <laughs> conservative. <now>. I remember... <laughs> now I remember why we, why we told you we were all going to the bathroom. And <laughs> Winner of the high school VMAs, 17-year-old Meat Peterson. <laughs> okay, I remember why we got rid of you now. <laughs> So I'm gonna say all of the all of the end matter here. I'm crying. <laughs> hey, leave all of this in. Meet Peterson Jr. <laughs> oh, no, surely, me, surely meet uh, Peterson the third. Agent meet Peterson too. <laughs> Agent Cody flanks. <laughs> meet, meet, meet Peterson is a very conservative name. Where Frankie Muniz is a butcher. Okay, okay. I'm gonna. I'm ending the show here. I'm putting my foot down, like a, like a conservative dad. I'm gonna say thank you to Jin Sang for a theme song. It's called Here We Go. It's very good. You can listen to it on Spotify. 
Uh, we're going to also remind everybody that if you want to have a, a very cool, rational, all-meat diet like John Stossel or Jordan Peterson, uh, then you should use Vremi cookware because yeah. it's not socialism if it's not cooked with Vremi. And mm. also, we want to say you can commodify your descent with a t-shirt from Lil Comrade. Can. You can if you want to. And you should check out our, our Patreon where we have our episode with Matt Zarb Cousin taking apart that very regular newspaper, The New European. It's yeah. so normal. It definitely doesn't just co- like toady to sort of an establishment interest at all. Agent Toady Banks. Stop this. <laughs> Stop the content. Uh, Agent Toady Banks of Total. Uh, I love, uh, usually I can stop it because we record on my computer, but this time it's on Milo's. Uh, Frankie Mune is in the willows. So, with on that note, I'm going to say thank you very much. Good night. Turn that fucking recording off before you keep doing oh, Agent I'll Cody turn Banks it off for my jokes. own damn time, Riley. I'll never turn it off. Now.